0: Introducing the listener support program, feeling the future and quality of House of Barf. Dear loyal listeners, at the House of Barf, we strive to bring you the most engaging, informative, and entertaining content every day into the world of business, accounting, regulation, and finance. We strive to provide you with expert knowledge, practical tips, and thought-provoking discussions to help you excel in your financial endeavors. We are dedicated to fostering meaningful conversations, sharing valuable insights, and creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about business, accounting, regulation, and finance. Producing high-quality content requires dedication, resources, and effort from a talented team of one, me. But in the future, you know, hopefully I'll have a team. That's why we are excited to introduce our listener support program. This initiative allows you, our cherished audience members, to play a pivotal role in shaping the future and the content and assuring House of Bar's sustainability. In the future, becoming a supporter, you'll be able to enjoy a range of exclusive benefits. Benefits that I'm hoping to be able to bring eventually, early access to episodes, um, access to episodes that are not, you know, public, Uh, you know, that are not accessible to everyone, possibly even um, create better content. And then all those mistakes I make, maybe I'll put them in a separate episode. You'll be able to get some behind the scenes stuff Um, uh, and other uh, exclusive um, um, things such as merchandise. Possibly I have, uh, you know, a children's book coming out, maybe able to offer that. Uh, your support goes directly towards enhancing the quality of our content, expanding our reach, our research, and investing in new resources and technology to bring you even better experiences. Your contribution will help us continue to deliver thought-provoking discussions, captivating stories, and insightful inter... Oh, no, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Um, may, in the future, may possibly interview someone uh, that will keep you engaged and inspired join me us in shaping the future of house of barf by becoming a supporter today your generosity empowers us to keep our conversations alive and ensures that we can contribute to provide valuable content to audiences around the united states and hopefully in the future of the world to support us simply visit podcasters.spotify.com Then you can get to House of Barf. Uh, Also, it is on Spotify and um, support this podcast and become a supporter and choose a membership tier that aligns with your preferences. Every contribution, no matter how small or how big, makes a meaningful impact and is deeply appreciated. Thank you for being an essential part of our journey. With your support, we can reach new heights and create content that truly resonates with you, our incredible listeners. God bless. Happy listening. I'm Chan Man. This is House of Barf. Again, if you would like, you can visit podcasters.spotify.com backslash pod backslash show backslash Chan hyphen man seven. And you can go to support this podcast. And become a supporter today. Thank you. You can also reach me at c287gph at gmail.com. Thank you again. You have a wonderful day. God bless. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? It's Chairman House of Barf. How's everyone feeling? I'm feeling great. You know, not not feeling a hundred percent great. Still got a lot going on. Uh Not proud about it. Oh my bad, I got something in the microwave. Uh, and I just say, you know what? I need a it, season two House of Barf coming soon. Okay, coming soon. I just want to touch base with everybody. Let everybody know I still love them and your boy still out here fucking up. Uh, shit, just yesterday. I'm not proud about it. Um, Got upset at like two people, um, uh, you know, about my whole situation going on. And it almost seemed like people were taking bets on my fucking life. I'm like, shit, damn, man. Uh, Man, I bet you this man's marriage is going to last this long, man. I bet you it's going to last this long, man. Let's go ahead and bet on that shit. And I guess the winner of the bet was happy, you know, it was just. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I kind of got upset at them, like, dude, yeah, yeah, you were fucking right, all right, you are right, my marriage was going to end one day, and guess what, I mean, I mean, to be technically honest, it's not 100% over yet, but it's, it's, it's it's getting there, um, so I kind of got upset at somebody about that, and then, uh, yeah, some, some other shit, so still working on coping and how to handle shit, you know what I'm saying, I'm still, you know, working on a lot of shit. Um, but I'm doing really good trying to keep my head, you know, steady, just trying to stay focused. Um, again working on uh House of Bar season 2. Really, I don't have anything together yet. Just basically all I'm doing is right now kind of trying to perfect my craft, which recently my craft has has been stocks and options trading. Um, just been kind of working on it, trying to just better understand. I mean, seriously, when you get in this shit, you can dive deep into it. You know what I'm saying? I dove so deep into it. Oh, oh goodness, pause. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. But I dove so deep into it that I kind of the podcast got put on hold. So first off, let me go ahead and start off by saying thank you to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man's. I appreciate it. I got people listening out there, and I I don't know if I can get to it right now, Uh, Australia, thank you for the listeners in Australia, I believe I had one in Germany, thank you for the listeners in Germany, I have listeners who are 65 age and older, thank you for the um, seniors listening to Chan Man, it's exciting to know that 65 year olds can still learn something from this foul mouth motherfucker, I'm sorry, Uh, then I got listeners between the ages of 35 and 45 I believe, So thank y'all to um, the millennials. Thank you so much to all 'all, y'all still working on more younger listeners uh, because, again, younger listeners are huge on getting scammed and everything. One, they do everything online. They don't touch base. They don't go to the banks anymore. And two, no offense, pride comes before destruction. When you're a younger person, you feel like you know everything. um, And you typically that's also another thing with male versus female. Or, you know, uh, you know, I don't know the I, now I don't I don't know anymore, but uh, males typically go in with pride when they go into situations, for example, renegotiating a loan or something. Typically, males won't do their research. They just go in there saying, I'm going to get this shit lower. You know what I'm saying? You got you got child uh, child support payments and you just fucking tired of it because you can't even live. You can't even get a new bay i mean how you got a roommate you can't do shit you know what i'm saying so you go to the court and you say we got to change this this child support payment look look how much i'm making blah, blah 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 and they're just like okay well how much do you want us to lower it by and you're just like they're like okay fine we'll lower it by a hundred dollars and you're like no oh, no i need more than that but it's like oh Yo, you didn't hang your shit together compared to no offense most majority majority of the time like a woman she was, let's say she's going to go buy a car she doesn't go in there with oh i'm going to get a great deal whatever the ticket price is i'm going to get it lower than that they do their research millennials are supposedly are not doing as much research not saying that they're not geniuses i mean it's obviously they're going to be the leaders we're going to be the leaders of the world soon if not already and i mean what's the president of france i think it is what is he like 40 you know what i'm saying so it's it's and it's not that older people are out of the picture, okay? That's not what we're saying. We have to work together. Older people have wisdom. Younger people have vision. So we have to mesh all this together and work accordingly. We can't just sit there and say, hey, get out of here, old guy, old woman. Your time is up. No, no, no. That's how you run into a fucking brick wall when the older person was sitting there trying to tell you, but you weren't listening. The same thing with older people. That's how they get in a situation. Where it's like, hey, I don't think you're doing the right thing in this. And they're like, well, I've been doing this for 30 years. And I know what I'm doing. And it's like, okay, we've got we to gotta sit here and work together. So would like to work on more so getting the younger audience as well as uh, got to work on getting a more female audience. And I understand I don't have all the pretty pictures and everything. So that's going to really take a toll um, on getting the uh, women audience. Um, and uh, But it's all good. It's all good. We're going to take it slow surely. Uh, So a couple things I've been working on, trying to understand calls, trying to understand puts, trying to take it to the next level. I'm trying to understand how to open multiple legs. Good. Take it easy. Take it easy. Okay. Now we're not, what I'm working on is not just buying one leg. Okay. Now I'm trying to work on buying two legs. And that what I mean by that is one leg could be a long call, right? We got the long call saying that the stock is going to go up right? Let's just pick a stock, just any stock. I don't know what to say. Let's say ABC, right? We just say ABC uh, liquor store or something. I don't know. Um, Got a long call on it. Now, another thing I've been working on is trying to get eligible so I don't have to get the fucking underlying. So right now my eligibility is low. The thing I can't stand about my eligibility, do you know how many years when my shit was on point And I had eligibility probably to trade Forex, probably to trade Futures, probably had eligibility for all that, but wasn't trading none of it because I was busy with work and everything I had going on, trying to run a family, trying to run a household, all that stuff, putting the money in the account. Well, recently, since everything's been going on, all the money's been getting sucked out of my accounts for multiple reasons, not just paying bills, but also... I do still have my addictions to, you know, um, socializing, wanting to hang out. Like even today, um, today is Sunday, October twenty-second. It's uh, so approximately 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you know the 4:30 games. I already missed the 1, 8, 1 p.m. games. I don't even know what happened this afternoon. I was um, dozing in and out of uh, a nap. And I was on SBA.gov trying to, I'm trying to start a business. Um, And then also I was on YouTube watching uh, Forex trading and option tutorials. So um, I didn't see not one 1 p.m. football game. uh, But 4.30 is coming up, got a nap in, did some educational shit, uh, did the option tutorials and everything. And now I'm kind of just ready to go blow a few brain cells, you know, <laughs> just, you know, maybe on a beer or something. Um, so I still, you know, had that. So money's getting blown like that. Uh, and then also paying bills. So the accounts are drooping, dropping, you know, substantially, barely surviving. And, uh, one, I just want to say, thank God to family members who have been supportive in my journey and also fuck all the haters uh that are sitting there taking bets on my shit um luckily i'm a christian uh but i would say burning hell uh but the best way for revenge is to be successful so let's just go ahead keep focusing on the book keep focusing on uh my trading and we're just going to keep moving forward and uh we're gonna let some of those contracts expire worthless, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the premiums, all right? It's like not, but um, for people taking bets that I'm gonna lose, Uh and um, uh, but uh, regards, I'm just messing around. Uh, people got puts on my life. Yeah, you know? <laughs> people got puts on my life. Man, we really should have that. We should have the the whole Black Mirror social uh credit score. Stock market. I could put a call or a put on your life. Shit, people could put life insurance policies on whoever they want. I've thought about putting some life insurance policies on people. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I'm not trying to put it all out there, but family members that I know I'm going to be taken care of when they pass away or as they get older or uh, even, you know, I I have my own personal family and just make sure that, you know, if anything happens and I'm not left out high and dry. Uh, cause I don't know what their mother's situation is. If she, even if she has life insurance, if I'm the beneficiary or not, and I'm gonna be stuck raising some children by myself. So, so I've even thought about taking some life insurance policies out on some people. You could do that. Why can't we just put a stop or, or an option on somebody? <laughs> I'm sorry, that'd be messed up to find out your homeboy put a put on your life, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so working on all that shit, um, Got kind of busy. Um, uh, As you always know, I lose my train of thought, whatever we were talking about. But, yeah, just got a couple things going on. Been trying to perfect the craft. Been working on a couple things. Trying to stay focused. Um, Trying to take things to another level. Um, um, Shit, that'd be so nice one day to hear that song in the club. I don't even like that song. But one day I'd be in the club and i hear that song. I'm on a new level and the shit resonates with me like almost to the point where you probably start crying like people like man it's just future dude Why, why are you crying it's like i'm on a new level (laughs) you know know? so i just can't wait to get to that level uh where i can finally say fuck still working on the banks and the pmi or what is it mpi that's one the reason why we're having issues is because i'm saying pmi they say you ain't got no pmi i'm like yes i do so then I, we look at up and I got MPI. So still working on that shit. Uh what a, got a whole lot. So um yeah, uh just uh hopped on again. Uh SBA. No, 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 not SBA. Uh, what the fuck was it? Uh Maryland Business Express. Maryland Business Express. Hopped on there, just kind of saw the requirements to start a business. Gonna start trying to maybe start a small business. Um, um Gonna to start to try to step into Forex trading soon. And all this information, um, oh my bad, this is what we're supposed to be on. Uh, so we take ABC liquor store. Um, and because I don't want to pick any company because again, this is not advice or anything, this is strictly educational, and even the business I'm gonna try to start is strictly gonna be educational for two reasons. One, the licenses and certifications are lower, uh less requirements. And two, you know, um, the licenses and certifications are lower. So, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just coaching. I'm not sitting there giving advice. I'm not telling you what to do. It's basically like I sit there, coach, you know, give you ideas, talk about the fiat currency, like all these things that go into it. Uh, the GDP, talking about the, uh, you know, just different things and how that all affects you microly and then how you can make your decisions based off macro information for your own personal situation uh so that's going to be kind of the push for it um but again going back to abc stock so the question is do you because of my eligibility i have to get the underlying okay i can't uh yeah i was just saying it just how much it pissed me off just not not even using my eligibility when i had it now my accounts are depleted, and I'm like, "Come on, babe, come on, it's me, Chairman, Chairman." And they're like, "Hey, Mr. Chairman, we know you've been with us for damn near 16 years, and you've had eligibility for shit probably eight of that. And we know you know you've been responsible and everything, but with these huge distributions, uh." You know, based on, you know, FINRA laws and everything, SEC laws or whatever, uh you know, we got to kind of revoke your, your eligibility. So I'm all the way back down to a covered call. Got to get the underline, and then I can sell a call, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with it. But back to the calls and puts. So you got ABC stock, Right. Um, like again, I don't want to use a, a real company because I don't want people taking it as advice and then they go trade it and then next thing you know, chairman's in trouble for giving advice saying that you should buy a call or put on a company, whatever. All right, so ABC stock. I want to get a long call, right? I'm essentially saying that this company's going to go, the price of the company is going to go up. The option is. A separate instrument from the stock. Okay, so if essentially, let's look at it as the option is a separate instrument, the stock is a separate instrument. Okay, so um I don't know how to describe it or how I'm gonna try to say it, but like hmm. Okay, let me see. It'd be like I don't know what I want to use. Uh I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work, but let's use like a a dice game or something. Okay. So, you're in the game. You essentially own stock in the game. Right? If you make money, you're going up. If you're losing your money, you're going down. You're an owner in that dice game. Somebody on the side is taking side bets. Okay? Saying that hey, Such and such, uh, let's just say Trav is going to beat, I don't know, uh, Shonda. I don't know. Trav is going to beat Shonda. Trav and Shonda are playing craps or CeeLo or something. Trav is going to beat Shonda. Now, we're taking this bet on the side. Now, the bet is correlated to that game, but it's a separate instrument. Okay? So... Trav gets up on Shonda, that contract saying that Trav is going to be Shonda. Now is going to be worth more money, right? You bought it at the beginning of the game before anything, before the first dice or die was rolled. Right. Before it all got started, you said, hey, I got Trav beating Shonda. You put out a you put out a contract. You know what I'm saying? Or or you bought a contract. You know what I'm saying? And you're saying, now, as Travis going up on Shonda, your contract that you're holding is becoming worth more and more money. Now people are looking at that contract like, shit, I may want to buy that off him real quick. You know, you got the contract at a dollar. Now the contract is worth $3. Somebody say, you know what, let me go ahead. And um, and uh, buy that contract off of you for three dollars. Travis is going up on Shonda some more. Now your contract, I mean, it's getting close now. I mean, Shonda's pile of money is looking a little bit low. Now your contract is worth seven dollars. So somebody says, "Here, let me get that contract for seven dollars." Uh, but we are getting closer and closer to the end of the game. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if you get it for seven, I mean, the game might be getting ready to be over. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so then the contract may be worthless. You know what I'm saying? It may not be worthless. So if somebody says, you know what? Here, go ahead, take it from me for seven. Now, they're out of the contract. They're good. They took their profit. They got the contract for three, sold it for seven. They're good. You're sitting there holding the contract now. Okay, let's see if this contract can be worth anything more. Maybe Travis just wins it, but shit, then the contract isn't really worth anything because who's going to buy that contract? It's, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Um now, Shonda's starting to turn it around. Now your contract is going from seven to six to five. Now you're holding this contract, and you're like, oh, I just spent $7, $7 on this contract. Now it's not about to be worth anything because it looks like Shonda's about to win this game. Now, on the other end, that's a long call. Now what you can do is you can go out there and try to put a put on it, okay? And that's when you're betting... That, okay, well, Travis is going to go down. Okay, so I bought the long call. The long call is starting to lose money. Let me go ahead and try to buy another contract, which would be the put. Now, the main thing that kind of I'm trying to put out there is sometimes we can kind of correlate the price of the option to the price of the stock, which, yes, I get it. But then there's these other factors, typically what people would talk about, the Greeks. There's these other factors, time decay, you know what I'm saying, all these different things. So the contract price, again, you have to understand, is a separate instrument. You know, don't look at it like the stock. Okay, it's essentially a bet on the stock. Okay, okay. So, the call, a long call, you can bet it's going to go up. In a long put, you can bet it's going to go down. Now, guess what you can do? You can get a long call and a long put at the same damn time. Now, I've kind of just been doing my research on it. But what I believe that's called, if you, you have to get more into detail about it. But if you, I don't want to go too far into it. But there's names for these strategies. So, essentially, you say, I'm going to make money on essentially, I guess, like a swing, right? I want to get the long call. I want to get the long put. I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Shonda and Trav are playing dice. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to buy a long call on Trav, and I'm going to buy a long put on Trav. One of these, as long as it doesn't just sit in the middle. See, the dice game is going to keep going. You know what I'm saying? But the stock could sit still for various reasons. As long as it doesn't sit here, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, I don't know what it would be at the dice game. As long as the dice game doesn't end abruptly too early, you know, one way or shape or form, I'm going to make money on one contract. I'm going to lose money on another contract. There's no way that I can make money on both of these contracts. It's either going to go one way or another. Now, what I can try to do is play the game of trying to get rid of the one uh, that's losing and holding the one that's gaining however there are these things called swings you know so yeah it's swung in one direction but that's the reason why they call it a swing is because it's going to could possibly come right back you know so you can try to play that game or you could just kind of hold them both until they kind of you know towards the end expire and uh then close out the position and just take whatever it is you know i'm saying okay the put made this much money the call lost this much money, closed the position. I came out this much on top or this much as a loss. I could have lost more, but instead, because I had this, the opposite position, I ended up not losing so much. So it, it works out, whatever. And there's different other things, such as shorting um, the underlying, short, uh, essentially selling the underlying, you know, and then you can also go sell contracts on that. So if you want, you can go sell the underlying position. And yes, you can sell stocks. So you say, what in the world? How essentially what it is is a bet that the stock is going to go down. Right? Let's say, for example, what's going on in the world right now? We got multiple wars going on. I don't know where all the hell the wars are going on, but I can tell you at least two. We have Ukraine, Russia, and we have um Israel, uh, well, I don't know if it's Israel, but uh, what what is it? It's it's Hamas versus, I guess, Israel, you know what I'm saying? Um, But I've been doing research on it, and basically it's, like, the same place, but it was, like, cut off, and certain groups of people, I guess the Palestinians, were pushed to the edge, and, uh, you know, so I'm just trying to figure that out. Um, So we got these big wars going on. Now, over there, there's a lot of stuff over there. I'm not exactly sure what it is, um, but let's just say people are like, you know what? I'm not going to be traveling in- internationally like that, in- right-, right? Not at this moment in time. I'm just not interested. As a matter of fact, you know what? Even domestically, I'm kind of okay, you know? So let's say, you know, your major airlines Let's just say, uh, what is the ETF? One ETF I know is Jets. Uh, just enjoy this shit. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, J-E-T-S. Uh, Let's just say you want to go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to short Jets, the ETF. Uh, not recommending it, but you say, you know what, go ahead and sell shares to whoever wants to buy them. Go ahead and sell it to them, and I'm going to come back and buy it at a later date. So, I know we've always been talked about buying low and selling high. There's another position referred to as selling high and buying low. Okay, so you can go ahead and go tell the broker, go sell those shares. I'm gonna buy them later. Okay, so you go sell those shares. One thing that you can do with an option position is now you can go sell a put. So, you sold the underlying, you can collect a premium by selling the put and kind of setting the price that you want to buy it up under. And then when you buy it up under, you close the position. So it's a buy to close position. A lot of us are familiar with buy to open positions. You know, that's the buy to open and sell to close. There's also sell to open, buy to close. So yeah, these are just a few things I've been working on. Been working on trying to get um, other things established as well. I'm trying to uh, understand futures recently. Um, I, I found one ticker symbol, backslash ES. I'm like, okay, great. Got one ticker symbol. All right? Uh, futures, it threw me off because the ticker symbols are totally different. They're not like ABC XYZ. It's like backslash NQ or something. I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't even know that. Then also working on 4X trying to understand these as well futures i'm paper trading right now actually i did do a forex uh paper trade i, I i'm gonna take a look at it, see how it's doing uh i did a i did a long uh uh or yeah i went long on backslash e s yo that shit moves like crazy like one of my homeboys had to explain to me. It's because there's this multiplier. So I got a, a mini. And he's like What a mini. I can't remember what he said. The multiplier is like. Shit. It's like 50 or something. I can't remember. Because you got the micro, the mini. And I guess you got the regular joint. And the regular joint. The multiplier is like a thousand. So. I don't know all this shit. You know together. But like basically every point is like fifty dollars so you know let's just say you know whatever ABC future is at 50 and that joint goes down to like 49 for every point it's like multiplied by like 50 or something like that I gotta look it up here let me look it up see if I can look it up real quick uh future minis multiplied. Uh let me see if I can find it real quick uh what is a micro immune future what is the multiplier for future contracts the weight is the multiplier uh, da, 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 da. uh the contract multiplier is fifty per index point uh whereas a mini is ten dollars and the standard oh man see don't don't quote me on this real quick uh but I believe the 50 times, I 500. 500, okay, 50 times, uh, okay, don't quote me, but I believe it's 50, I hear the s and 500, okay, so for every point, don't quote me, uh, but for every point, so if it's at 50 and it goes down to 49, you essentially lost 50, $50 for every point, you know, so take the point, multiply it by 50, you know what I'm saying, and I, I got to do the math, I got to figure it out. But that basically, there's a multiplier, and it makes it move fast. One thing I've also noticed with 4X, one thing I've I'm, been I'm trying to do my research, learning about a PIP, percentage crap, forgot it already, income percentage point or something. Um, um Learning about their multipliers as well. They got hella multipliers as well. That's why the shit moves so crazy. And I had to get used to that. You know, when I was paper trading, I was paper trading in the future. I had to get used to it because I couldn't understand what was going on. Why is this thing moving so fast? So in stocks, I'm used to 1-3%. In futures, it's more like 0.01%. I mean, if you want, you can do 1-3% because even the future I was trading eventually got up to um like 1%, 3%. And it's crazy when you see it. It's like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause I was in no rush, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to, uh, trade it. I was trying to understand it. So these are just a few things, um, I've been kind of working on. Uh, one thing I'm really proud about is understanding straddles, strangles, con, I don't really understand the condors completely, but I kind of understand the iron condor I'm trying to understand a poor man's, um, covered call, essentially selling No, buying a way in the money um, call, I believe, with an expiration that's like a year or more, basically essentially a leap. And then, uh, I believe, selling a call on it uh, based on your broker-dealer because you have a call that's in the money. Essentially, I guess they give you the ability to trade shares on it or something like that. So just getting to learn everything, um, trying to understand all this stuff. Uh, so that's what I've kind of been up to. Uh, just want to touch base with everybody, let you know that um, I haven't quit yet. Um, just more so, uh, got I got season one out of the way. It's approximately about two hundred and sixty-five mm-hmm. episodes or some shit. Um, taking, I've been taking about a two-three month break uh, from podcasting. Uh, believe it or not, not intentionally. It wasn't intentional at all. Uh, I've just been so focused on understanding these stocks and bonds. <sighs> I'm losing out on bonds, and I know it. P- people are like, hey, short the U.S. Treasury. I didn't even know that shit was legal. <laughs> to short your own economy. Short the, sh- short the U.S. economy. <laughs> shit. <sighs> Might be getting ready to be a good time to do that. Um this is not advice, um, shit, the S&P hasn't dropped in 30 years, right, or something like that, so, I mean, no offense, it's due for one, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, but, um, just trying to, uh, again, work on these things, uh, season two, I'm gonna get started soon, it's going to, um, have some more information. Hopefully by then I should have some more assets so that we can actually start um, pushing for better content. Uh, try to get better content out there. I'm taking it slow. Listen, as I told you before, when I start to become a little bit, you know, doing well, I tell you, I got a lot of not a lot. I got a, I got a lot of people who are going to sit there and um, they're going to try to tear the shit down. And all it takes is one or two people to make some claims against me. Not, like, real claims, but that too. But just put out some information. Don't support this guy. He blah, 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 blah. And it's just going to crash the whole shit. So I've been really laying low, not, you know what I'm saying, keeping shit close to the breast. And believe it or not, I got a podcast. I tell y'all more than I've been telling people around me in my circle. And you got to be very careful what you tell people. That's one reason why I kind of got mad at somebody the other day because they essentially told me some shit that I couldn't do, that I've been busting my ass trying to get done. And this person, whatever, don't even want discuss it. That was told you I got kind of mad at a couple of people yesterday, and I actually ro- raised my voice and yelled, and it was terrible. And I've been really working on my shit. I've been really staying kind of solo, dolo. I've been hanging out with a couple of other people that I really kind of trust. Um... That have been close to me, but really haven't been hanging out with a whole lot of people. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just letting y'all know, uh, don't have a perfect past, don't have a perfect history. Um, you know, so, you know, I know when things start getting popping, I, I'm going to have several people there ready to tear it down. I got people who are trying to tear me down and I don't got shit. Now. Okay, like, dude, sweetheart. I am so in debt and shit right now, and I still got people trying to tear it apart. I'm like, dude, you're going to get 100% of zero. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but we're going to keep hanging in there. We're going to stay prayerful. You know what I'm saying? We're going to still stay focused. God got us. As long as we got God, we're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Put God first. You know, make sure you say your prayers before. You know, your dinner, first thing when you wake up, you know, right before you go to bed, you know, uh, you know, we just we're going to be all right. We're going to take it slow. Um, You know, it's no rush. Feels like we're at the end of our rope. Feels like we're, we're we're barely hanging on. Feels like that Bunsen burner is on our ass. I've said it before. Say it again. And it's in the book. When you feel that flame on your tail, when you feel it on your butt, it's not to burn you. It's not to hurt you. It's to to melt us down so that we can be molded into a better creature, into a better, I guess as people say these days, better version of ourselves. So that's what it feels like feels like I am, and every time I take a step forward, I take two back. I was doing well for two months not arguing with people. You know what, I think I got to argue, yeah, it was about two or three people yesterday I got mad at. You know, doing good for about two or three months. Staying focused in my books, staying focused on my YouTube channels, not uh, just watching YouTube videos on uh, poor man covered calls, uh, selling puts, um, covered calls, uh Forex trading. Been doing that, staying focused on that. Um, was doing good for about two or three months. And then I had like an incident yesterday where, I mean, I yelled at at least two or three people yesterday. And I know it was not appeasing. It was not appealing at all. You know, um, nothing to be proud about disappointed probably three or four people yesterday easily knocked it down boom 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 in a matter of a couple hours you know and it it backtracked me you know God's trying to move me forward you know what I'm saying don't you know don't worry about these people laughing at you because they took a bet saying that your marriage was going to end they take a bet saying that you're not going to be able to keep the house they're taking bets saying that you are going to fail and I keep it I I try to keep it away, but obviously it sits in the back of my mind because when I get an opportunity to see these people, it all just comes out spewed like hate, like like almost like an exorcism. When you see the projectile of the throw up or the blood or whatever, that's how it comes out. It's like, and I think I'm doing okay. Just walking away. Hey, 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 go ahead. Yeah, you're right. You knew my... Marriage is going to end and everything, blah, 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 you know, and I walk away and I say, you know what? I'm just going to get in the house. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to work on my, my, uh, my trading. And then when I get an opportunity, it just, it just regurgitates. So now I got to get back on track, staying peaceful, you know, working on things when you get upset. So I'm working on that. Um, And yeah, again, season two, House of Barf, coming soon, okay? Don't feel like I've left y'all out there. There's probably, I think I have approximately, some crazy shit's been going on, if I could explain real quick. I've been talking for about 38 minutes, approximately. Let me, all right. So when I was creating content daily, I was getting no listeners. (laughs) I had probably about four or five listeners. Since I stopped creating content, I've stopped for about two or three months. Why are my daily listeners going up? I, I looked at my daily listeners just recently. Just like, let me see. Looked at it today. Probably looked at it for the first time a couple of days ago. Just like, oh, shit. Totally forgot about uh, House of Barf. I need to get back to it. Just to let my listeners know I haven't left them high and dry. Um, I'm taking a look. I'm I'm still getting four or five listeners. <laughs> it's actually up to like ten listeners on old episodes. I'm like, what in the world? I should I should just take a hiatus for another two or three months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I said, no, no, I ain't gonna do that. I'm gonna get back to it. I'm gonna gonna make sure when season two gets started. Now I don't have a date yet. Uh, Season two, I'm expecting to get started probably around December or January. You know what I'm saying? Just get season two started. Going to start doing the Daily Post again, everything that's going on. Boeing is having a drop. Uh, Jerome Powell is bullshitting everybody with his interest rates. or Maybe not Jerome Powell, but the the media sources that are putting uh, headlines out there talking about, Jerome Powell says interest rates are still too high. No the fuck he did not. This motherfucker said they're not high enough. So just addressing things like that, making sure the make sure we get the information out there. We have to remember one thing about Jerome Powell. He's a conservative, if I'm correct. But he has something that he has an agenda, which is most people's agenda, is to keep a fucking job. Now we're about to go into a re-election, and right now, people like I don't know, don't quote me, Jerome Powell, are those people who are trying to get their ducks in a row. What the fuck am I going to do? Is is one of the electorals or one of the people going to be locked up? Is the other one going to be president? You know, You know, what's going to happen? So he has to make sure that he says the right things. We got a lot going on right now. I'm not sure what Janet Yellen's up to, but I think she's trying to figure out a way that in three years... We don't have one of our bondholders trying to collect on their bond. We're going to owe them, you know, who, who knows? You know, $20 trillion. Who knows? And we can't have them call us out on it. Why? Nobody's working right now. Everybody's fired. Shit. I had this IT guy, right? IT guy. You know how people do it when they on top, you know, I got the people the marriage people too. Oh man, yeah, Chan, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, while well, their marriage is going good. So, I got this IT guy. He's doing great he, you know what well, he was when he had his job. So, he's like, "Hey, Chan, I want to help you out." Nice guy, nice guy. He didn't he actually did not offend me. Offend me a little bit. I get offended easy. I'm sorry. But offended me a little bit, not much, but he was really nice. He's like, "I want to sit down with you, go over your resume." Blah, 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 you know, help you out. You know, you may want to, you know, more talk like this, act like this on top. <laughs> All right. <laughs> About a month later, this is the funny shit. Now, it's not funny, but this is the shit, no offense, but I'll be like, man, I, God does not play with people who play with me. That's why God is always like, yo, Chan, just chill. I got this, babe. You know, got this, son. All right. Chill. You got that, you got, you got assholes who are laughing at you all the time, don't worry. Right? The IT guy loses his job. Now he's in the same boat I'm in. So I haven't seen him for a little while, you know what I'm saying? Cause I've been focused. And I run into him, actually, at the basketball court. This motherfucker like, yo. This shit crazy out here. Man, how, how's everything been with you, man? And I'm like, dude, I'm still out here struggling. He's like, dog, I didn't know it was like this when I was talking to you. I'm like, yo, it's cool. That's why I got to be very patient with people. I, Me personally, I have to have the most patience with people. Because people say a lot of low down dirty shit to me all the time. And, and I'm also one person to kind of just like blink and look at them and smile. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um because when people say that shit, they don't know that they're like hurting my feelings a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I just try to be very patient, and then it's always a few months later the motherfucker's going through the same shit that I was just going through. And now they're like, "Oh man, you know, I didn't I didn't know. I didn't know." It's like, "Dog." You know what I'm saying? And almost man, I even remember this other joint. I could tell you a few joints. I can tell you, um, homegirl always teasing me, calling me fatty, you know, hey fatty, you know what I'm saying, Um, I'll be at the bar drinking a beer, you know, they may walk in, what's up fatty, you're getting too fat, you know, one of those shits, that's why your wife's going to leave, people have been saying this shit for years, right, so I haven't seen this person in a little while, I actually saw him recently, I actually went to the same bar that I used to go and they were actually in there. And, um, guess what had happened? Motherfucker gained a lot of weight. (laughs) I was like, "Whoa, God is crazy. Now this person's struggling with their weight. I actually, I saw him not too long ago. Um, I actually saw him like yesterday and they've been working on it. They trim, they slimming up, you know what I'm saying? But they understood the struggle of weight. Um, then also, uh, there was another one I had with, uh buddy of mine recently got pregnant. Had a child. Body of mine was always critical of how I handle shit with my children. And I, and I take I take advice from everywhere. You know, I take advice from... I know this isn't financial advice. I know this isn't fi- house of bar shit. I take advice from everywhere. Finally had their first child. From day one, it was crazy for them. They're like, yo, Chan, I... Thought I had all the greatest advice for you. I thought, and I, and you just sat there, and you just nodded the whole time. Just gassing me up, thinking I'm giving the best advice in the world. From the day the young lady was pregnant to the day she had the baby, to after she had the baby. She's doing fantastic now. Uh, she's very highly intelligent and very hardworking. But... She was like, she kind of, you know anything, no offense, I'm, no, I'm I'm sound sexist. Women do not apologize, okay? So to an extent, what I heard from her was, I'm sorry, Chan. I'm sorry, man. I was sitting there talking to you because you're always cracking jokes and laughing and going to the bar after work or something and going on your jogs. Uh, actually, at the time, I, I used to jog with her. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I always thought you were never at home or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nah, man, this shit, it's it's hard. It's not easy. What am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? You got to kind of balance this shit out. You're going to drive yourself crazy. And she kind of got to that point. One of the things that kind of hit her was the father the child decided that they didn't want to be a part of this family anymore. And when that shit hit, it put everything on her. And you get kind of to a point where it's like, man, I'm gonna have to drop this child off of grandma and grandpa because I I I need to just get a drink. I just need to take a walk. I need to take a long shower. I need to like, and it's like, you see? <laughs> and it's not neglecting this child. Child neglect is totally different. Child neglect is when this child can damn near hurt themselves because you're taking a long shower and that, or or because you left the house. You know what I'm saying? This child is neglected. Now they can potentially hurt themselves or, you know what I'm saying, like, no, but taking just a few minutes, taking, you know, spending a few dollars to put them in aftercare so that you can take your jog or your long shower or just a long shit, you know, you could pick them up at 3 p.m. Because you you go to work at 6, you get off at 2, you can pick them up at 3. But you put them in the aftercare program, they get out around five. You know what I'm saying? Because you could use that extra couple of hours. And and look, nobody's judging. Nobody's judging. Even if it's just to get a martini. Ain't nobody's judging you. But the best thing is, is that that child is safe and sound, being educated, being played with, you know, and you're doing what you got to do. And is it costing you a pretty penny? Hell yeah, them after school programs, daycares, all that shit costs bread. Like 500 a week. Skirt, let me let me rewind that back 500 a week. Do the math for people who work in monthlies, 2000 a month. These programs, and they're fantastic as long as you got a fantastic one. I've been to a couple rinky dink ones, you know, but you know, they're fantastic. You know, um, child is happy. Matter of fact, there was times. And these after school programs, I'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna come pick you up early today. Is that okay with you? And they're like, nah, 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 get here, uh, get here at six. I'm like, yo, but if I get there at six, that's like the latest. They're like, yeah, yeah, so get here about 5:59. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. If that's what you want, I'm to just take me a nap. You know, <laughs> it's just just take me a nap uh, while watching Netflix, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um so, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's it's funny how uh, that shit happens, and uh, I'm working on, I'm not trying to sound like an almighty person who knows everything, or who who's like, you know, you said I was wrong then, and now I'm right, but it's just, it's really just funny the way God works, and how patient you have to be with people, you know, um, you know, because, it's... Essentially, I tell people all the time, man, I'm a child of God. I'm not perfect, but God essentially branded me. Now, I'm, I'm God's property. You know, I, I got the brand on me. And uh, and I have to understand that it's very possible God is saying, hey, Chan, look, it's time. You've probably spent 10, 15 years of your life socializing, hanging out. People just been laughing at you, stabbing you in your back, taking your shit. You know, you've just forgiven everybody all the time, laughed about it, said it's all good. You know, just kept pressing. But now it's time. 36 years old. You know, if if I don't do it now, then when? If if I get hired at another job now, I still haven't got hired Man, I had about 15 interviews not too long ago, so like a month ago. All of them. Not selected, not selected, not selected, not selected, not selected, not selected. Man, I said, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, ah. Uh, you know, I talked to one of my homeboys and he's like, dude, listen to me. Listen, this is a blessing in disguise, okay? Chan, if you would have got that job, I probably would have been trading on, no offense, some rich Caucasian man's profile. You know, I probably got my licenses back, Series 7, Series 63, probably Series 66. I'd have been uh, asking if I could get my Series 24. That would have probably took another two years. Then I would have tried to go for my CFA. And what would have happened? What would have happened? I would have been sitting there trading on some other guy's profile, totally forgetting about my profile. My profile, all I'm doing is dumping in, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars every couple weeks, just dumping the money in, not really trading it, just buying Google, Apple, Amazon, Boeing, you know what I'm saying? Um, Just buying these companies. uh, Not, Man, this is the craziest shit, real quick. And then I'm going to get ready to get up out of here because it's been about an hour since I've been talking. For years and years and years. I was buying stocks in my portfolio and not even hedging my positions for years. Do you know how comfortable I was with a huge decline in my portfolios for years? I was just okay with it. Okay with it. Oh, it's just a cycle. Usually the stock market has about a 24-month turnaround after a huge decline. Just sitting there eating it taking a shit sandwich and just squirting a little mustard and mayo on it and just taking a huge bite of it. I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? Was I? Easily just have a small, just a covered call. Anything, just a small hedge, just to protect you, just in case you get it. It was a covered call. You're not going to get, you know, the huge gains, but at least you get that premium just in case it stays below a certain price. And then you can go buy another contract. I mean, mean, I'm sorry, sell another contract. A covered call, I mean, a a short call, you are uh, selling a contract and collecting a premium. The maximum gain you can get is premium. Uh, Don't quote me on this one. Maximum loss. Oh, shit. Maximum loss on a covered call. Uh, It would break off because you got to remember, you also have the underlying position. So, here, real quick, let me do this. Ah, I shouldn't. See, I've been working on this shit so much, and it's like now I'm on the spot. Uh, Max loss, it'd probably be your underlying minus strike. Max loss covered call. Max loss covered call is limited to the investor's stock purchase price minus the premium received for selling the call. So, max loss is your trade price minus premium, okay? So it's not much, you know, what I'm saying? that's your max loss. Okay. So, you know, essentially, the stock drops down to zero, you lost your whole, uh, underlying stock, but you did collect a premium. So you get to keep that premium because the contract is probably going to, uh, don't quote let's just leave it at that. All right. So yeah, but that's just, it's just, I can't believe for so many years I was just okay with eating that shit sandwich. Not hedging my positions. Okay, real quick. If last thing, hedging. Oh my gosh. For the longest, thought a hedge fund was like, a... I mean, thought a, a hedge was a company. Yes, thought a hedge was a company. I did not realize a hedge was a strategy. Essentially, a hedge is just a way to protect yourself for the opposite. If you're expecting this stock to go up, you hedge your position just for, as people said for years, insurance. They've always, I've always heard people say, oh yeah, I'm just going to get this option for insurance. It acts like insurance. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's all you're doing. There's no need to have a 401k portfolio. No, you got to have eligibility. I'm not sure if the, I, you got to talk to your broker and all this, how all this shit works and your employer. But for years, how many of us did it? Just we kept got our 401k, we just kept contributing to it, just kept buying whatever they offered in the 401k. Now we're not even sure if people are going to keep doing 401ks anymore because they're like, you know what, fuck that 6% match. I could easily just get the 6% trading on my own. If I find a US Treasury bond that's giving me 7%, I'm making out 1% ahead. You know what I'm saying? So there's different things that we could definitely do to approach these situations. Now, I'm going to go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. I want to say thank you to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man, Chan, for this. I'm going to consider it basically an interlude. You know what I'm saying? Um, season 2 again coming soon. Uh, have the children's book coming out soon. Um, it's still working on that. Uh, and Hopefully, we'll have a small uh, business coming out soon. And we're just going to keep grinding. And uh, keep thanking God, putting God first. Spend time with the family. There's nothing better. Um, spend time, you know, with the friends. Um, it's nothing better. Uh, hanging out. Enjoy, enjoy yourself. Get your rest. Um, and get ready for uh, uh, tomorrow because we did our best today. We're going to do better tomorrow. All right. Again, thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with your man's. I appreciate it. I'm Chairman, this is House of Barf. I am thrilled to introduce you to an exciting new storybook journey that I believe will capture your imagination. Allow me to present Langston Manxton's Cooler Maid Stand Adventure. A compelling short story that promises to transport you to a world of interest, excitement, and learning. The title of the book is Langston Mankston's Kula Stand Adventure by Chandler Hayes. In a world of colorful imagination and captivating stories, a new children's book has emerged to empower our young minds with crucial life lessons, life skills, and financial literacy. Langston-Mankston's Cooler Maid Stand Adventure is a cheering short story written by a talented black author who understands the importance of equipping our youth in the early stages of life with the tools they need to navigate the realm of money, savings, and smart choices. Meet Langston-Mankston and his imaginary best friend Sonki, a pink elephant. Two curious souls who embark on an adventure around the vibrant landscape of Wichita, Kansas, where Langston Minkson sets out to accomplish multiple goals and is met with obstacles that he must overcome. Langston Minkson and Zonkey discover valuable lessons of talking about finances in the home in order to gain knowledge. Langston Minkson, with a little bit of confidence, the guidance of supportive parents, the help of community members like Mr. Tiller, and his imaginary best friend Zonky. Langston-Mangston learns about the value of money and how to save, the importance of making thoughtful spending decisions, the significance of thinking outside the box when met with challenges, with money, and the joys of sharing with others. Through relatable experiences and emerging and, and engaging storytelling, young readers are introduced to the fundamental concepts of money, such as earning, saving, and spending responsibly. Langston Manksons set savings goals, teaching children the importance of planning for future needs and dreams. The book celebrates diversity and the different perspectives on money, shedding light on its role in different people's lives. The characters' interactions emphasize the joys of serving others, the gift of sharing, and making a positive impact in their community. The pages of Langston Manksons' Kool-Aid Stan Adventure come to life with vibrant illustrations. The colorful and imaginative visuals not only captivate young readers, but also enhance their understanding of complex financial concepts. Langston-Mankston's Coolimate Stand Adventure is coming soon. To bookstairs and online realtors, it is a must-have addition to any child's library, fostering essential life skills while sparking the joy of reading. Empower the young minds in your life with the gift of financial literacy and imagination. Join Langston Minkson, Zonki, family, and friends on their extraordinary journey of running a drink stand to set them on the path of a brighter future. Your opinion means a great deal to me. I would be honored if you would consider exploring Langston Minkson's Kool-Aid stand adventure and sharing your thoughts. Your feedback could play an invaluable role in shaping the future of this project. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to discuss the book further, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Your support in spreading the word about Langston Manxon's Kool Aid Stand Adventure would mean the world to me, and I deeply appreciate your consideration. I am a passionate advocate for financial literacy. Me, um, Chandler Hayes, um, and, and am excited to join the community of storytellers. With a background in finances, I am driven to inspire children to embark on their own adventures of learning and discovery through the power of literature. langston Kool Coolamay Stand Adventure is a heartfelt endeavor to promote financial literacy in a fun and accessible way. As a Black author, I am committed to providing children of all backgrounds with the tools for success, and I am proud to contribute to a more financially informed generation. Thank you for taking the time to explore this advertisement. And I look forward to the possibility of sharing this extraordinary literature adventure with you. Please feel free to contact me. Uh, You can reach me at the email c287gph at gmail.com. All right, thank you. Warmest regards. Have a great day. God bless.